0: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life culture and current events weekdays on ucb's vision radio network find out more at vision.org.au
1: time once again to catch up on what's happening in federal politics lyle shelton is the managing director of the australian christian lobby joins us again as he does every monday lyle great to catch up with you again
0: yeah good to be with you again matt
1: well, Lyle, it's uh, D-Day again. Here we go again. The politicians are back in Canberra. They've got two weeks of sitting before a long um, winter break. No hibernation, though, for the politicians. A lot to get through in the next two weeks.
0: Yes, there is, Matt. Uh, they're back in Canberra uh, today uh, for this last crucial last sitting before they uh, depart back to their electorates until the 10th of August. So, So quite a long break coming up. But uh, there's plenty on the uh, agenda of the government. Uh, there's still budget measures to get through. There's uh, national security uh, legislation. And, uh, and, of course, there's a political storm about whether or not Australian officials paid uh, people smugglers to turn a boat back uh, to Indonesia.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of talk about that this morning in regards to the fact that uh, the International Criminal Court has been asked to investigate the allegations, also the Auditor-General.
0: Yes, um, various groups have um, or have uh, asked the United Nations to, to get involved and uh, the Shadow Immigration Minister, Richard Miles has written to the Auditor-General asking him to investigate uh, whether or not this occurred. Uh, interesting, over the weekend, uh, that the Prime Minister hasn't um, confirmed nor denied that this took place, uh, preferring to say that uh, the government doesn't discuss uh, its uh, tactics or, or what it does in terms of uh, its... Um, it's work to try and uh, turn back the boats. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, very disturbing if uh, these allegations are proven to be true. Uh, I don't think it's a good thing for Australia to be paying uh, people smugglers. Um, that just encourages uh, them to, um, to, to send boats knowing that they're going to get some cash.
1: And I think that was one of the main issues that the government looked at when they first set up the whole uh, Operation Sovereign Borders and the fact that the people smugglers are getting uh, money to bring people to Australia illegally, if that's the the right terminology. But uh, lots of talk about that with regards to are we paying back fishing boats? Are we sending money back overseas when we really should be just looking at ways that we can welcome strangers to the border?
0: Yeah, that's right, Matt. Um... Uh, it certainly would, would be a concern. Um, I think it, it has been right that the, the government uh, has worked to try and stop people smuggling. Uh, too many people uh, were dying and drowning. And, of course, too many people who couldn't afford to pay people smugglers were missing out. And, uh, Matt, one of the, the big groups that are missing out uh, are the people in the uh, Middle East at the moment uh, caught up in the Iraq and Syria war there with uh, Islamic State. And uh, this, is, um, this is where we really should be focusing our efforts. Australia's response to what is the worst humanitarian crisis since World War II is, uh, is patently inadequate. Uh, there's millions of refugees there. There's people caught up um, uh, under persecution, uh, many of them Christians, or so the majority of them Christians, uh, and, of course, other Muslims such as Yazidis and Shia. And uh, Australia really should be looking to find ways to bring more of those people out to play our part in helping alleviate that crisis.
1: Now, also this week, uh, the government is going to be looking at ways that they can get some of their budget measures through. Now, this has caused a little bit of controversy. The the, uh, small business package has made its way through the House of Representatives, but uh, the Finance Minister, Senator Matthias Cormann, says they want to get it through the Senate as well. But it's the second half of their uh, budget package regarding childcare funding that is possibly going to run into a fair bit more pushback than they would have realised.
0: That's right, Matt. Uh, the small business package uh, has got the support of the Labor Party, so uh, that uh, the government with Labor's numbers in the Senate uh, will be able to get that through, and small businesses will be able to um, achieve those tax write-offs for buying uh, items under $20,000. With regard to the, um, the childcare measures, that's going to be uh, more problematic because the government has linked the funding of that to cutbacks to... Uh, family tax B payments uh, and uh, I guess the, the real problem with this is that um, it, uh, it creates a widening gap between uh, women who, who are in the workforce and women who uh, work at home. It's not just women, uh, a parent who, who might decide to stay at home and look after their children and I think there's some serious equity issues with the government's uh, very generous childcare package. Um, Nothing wrong with uh, supporting childcare, but uh, it shouldn't be at the expense of creating a widening gap between those who choose to uh, look after children at home.
1: Can you refresh our memories, Lyle? What is the government proposing in regards to their childcare changes that they're hoping will be able to uh, push it through the Senate?
0: Well, the the government wants to um, to introduce much more generous uh, childcare subsidies. The the exact figure just escapes me at the moment, Matt. Um, There's a lot of detail in this, but uh, it's extremely generous. And to fund that, uh, they're cutting back on family tax Part B. Uh, now, that, that, of course, affects um, people who who might have one parent uh, at home. Uh, now, admittedly, they're doing it at the higher end of the, uh, the scale, but um, this uh, large S on behalf of the government towards um, women who, who work uh, in the workforce and trying to get them into the workforce is really uh, widening this gap between those who choose to have uh, their kids looked after at home. And um, I think you know, social policy should encourage uh, that wherever possible. Um, there's many women who, who, particularly during the preschool years, uh, would like to be at home with their kids, and they shouldn't be disadvantaged through uh, government policy, and that's exactly what this measure is doing.
1: So do you think that the Senate will get it through? Because uh, from what I've heard, the, the Labor Party, the Greens, and even some of the independents uh, are very much against these uh, cuts to the family tax benefit.
0: I think it could be very problematic for the government, Matt. Um, uh, there's certainly, the noises that are being made by uh, Labor at the crossbenches uh, suggest uh, it's going to be very difficult to get it through. Um, But that'll be the subject of negotiations this week, and now this uh, sitting fortnight uh, will will reveal all.
1: Now, just lastly, Lyle, uh, one of the other things we mentioned there at the start of our conversation was looking at uh, citizenship laws for dual nationals, with the government floating the possibility of cancelling dual citizenship, so cancelling the Australian side of dual citizenship for people who have headed overseas to fight with the Islamic terror groups. Uh, What's the ACL's position on cancelling citizenship? Look, um,
0: this, this really just goes to, uh, I think, an issue of um, due process and ensuring that that uh, there's uh, proper reviews and, and balances here. If, if someone has been fighting with a terrorist organisation, you know, we're not talking about um, a foreign army here. We're talking about a terrorist organisation that beheads people, that uh, rapes, that uh, pillages. Uh, it's, it's an extremely violent uh, group, almost like nothing we've seen before. And um, I think it's quite appropriate uh, for the government to to look at this sort of a measure. Um, If someone has dual citizenship, uh, why should they be allowed to retain their citizenship of Australia if they decide to come back after fighting with a group like that? Now... The, the the key issue is around um, the oversight of that and the decision making process and whether that's appropriate for the minister or whether that's something that should be subject to um, judicial review by by a judge. So um, so they're the issues um, that I think are important that um, that there are checks and balances in this so that uh, someone isn't um, inadvertently um, uh, caused an injustice.
1: It's got to be tricky too in the fact that, uh, you know, citizenship in general is difficult to gain and therefore also difficult to lose. I mean, like, if you're a dual citizen, that means that uh, there is the possibility of having repercussions with the person or the, the sovereign nation of which that person holds dual citizenship with um, between Australia and well, I don't know, many yes. other countries around the world where you're looking at trade issues, you're looking at security joint uh, issues. Yep.
0: I think um, what this does it sends a message that um, citizenship has uh, privileges, but it also has responsibilities. And uh, if you're going to go and fight with a group like Islamic State, and remember there's over 100 Australians uh, fighting with Islamic State at the moment, which is extraordinary that uh, young people, mainly young men from our suburbs, um, would... Uh, would take such a drastic step to go and fight with this heinous uh, terror group. Um, so, it, that to me says that they don't value uh, what Australia has given them and uh, aren't living up to their obligation as citizens of this nation, the responsibility that they have to each of us. So, I, I do think it is appropriate that their citizenship be considered. Uh, uh, because of the extreme nature of what they're doing.
1: But I'm guessing that's, uh, that's only if it's dual citizen, not uh, Australian citizens who only that's hold right. Australian citizenship.
0: That's exactly right, and that's all the government's proposing because um, the, the aim is not to cre- create a situation where someone is stateless, uh, but certainly if someone has Australian citizenship and citizenship of another nation, um, that, uh, their Australian citizenship, which they've obviously not valued, uh, can be up for review and they can possibly lose it uh, because of these actions.
1: All right. Well, it's a big week in federal politics, as we said. Two weeks of parliamentary sitting before the long winter break and lots more to talk about as the uh, next two weeks unfold. Lyle, always good to chat to you.
0: Great. Thanks for having us, Matt.
1: Lyle Shelton there from the Australian Christian Lobby, just uh, looking in on federal politics for this week.